Do you love to solo travel? Is it something you've wanted to do, but maybe you quite haven't gotten up the courage yet to do so? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. My name is Sarah and I have been traveling solo for years and it has enriched my life in more ways than I could have ever imagined. And so now my mission is to get out there and empower as many women as I can across the globe to take their next solo adventure. We are going to do it on our own terms, whether it's in life, through travel, in business, and we're going to share tips, best practices. We're going to deep dive into different destinations and cultures, talk with other female travel experts, and really inspire one another. So join me every month on the Solo Travel Woman podcast to get empowered. Hello, hello, solo travelers. Welcome to this month's episode of the Solo Travel Woman podcast. First things first, can you believe it is already the middle of December? How stinking crazy is this? I cannot believe that this year has flown by so fast. And also, I am turning 36 in a few days. And what is that? I remember getting my license like it was yesterday. And now that was 20 years ago. I'm that makes me sick to think about. (laughs) I can't believe it. But I do hope you all are taking time to enjoy your families, your loved ones, friends, spouses, whoever that might be, and really enjoying this holiday season, no matter what you celebrate, and that you're staying safe and healthy. And I just, it's the best time of the year. I'm such a holiday nerd, let me tell you. And so, To kick things off and to end our year while everyone's starting to think of what trips they want to take in 2022, we are going to talk all about really saying F you to the fears that come with solo travel. You know, fear is something we all feel, whether it's against a fear of spiders or getting into a new job or, you know, getting in and out of a relationship. It is something that is so common and Solo travel is no different, okay? It's still going to have its fe- you're still going to have your fears about it. There's still going to be those hesitations. And this episode is about how to manage those and move forward. All right. So let's dive into these tips on how you're going to say F you to the fears that come with solo travel and heck, that come with anything that you're going through in life and how you're going to get out there and take your first, second, third, whatever solo adventure. So First things first is I want you to know that fear is a completely normal human emotion, okay? Whether it's, you know, spiders or losing, leaving a job or starting a new job or getting in and out of a relationship or taking that solo trip. It is 1,000% normal to have fear. I also want you to know that fear is really a speculation and a thought. It is caused by the belief that someone or something can be dangerous, okay? And so a lot of what we fear in life is because of what media tells us or because of what somebody else is telling us. It's not necessarily based on facts. Now, yes, can things go wrong? Of course, that's just life. You know what I mean? Things can happen, though, when you walk out your front door. So that fear of something is going to go completely wrong when you're traveling alone, especially if you're a woman, It's only a speculation, okay? This fear is, for the most part, going to be something you feel when you're doing something new or something unfamiliar to you. And I'm going to let you in on a little thing, a little secret of mine. I get nervous every time I take a solo trip. However, 
I know how to manage and how to adapt to that fear so that way it doesn't impair my experiences or prevent me from doing anything, you know, that I want to do in my life. You know, whether it's I go to a new destination or there's a new language barrier, I'm not sure how to, you know, adapt to, um, you know, or it's a place I've absolutely never been. These are all things that make me nervous, but I just deal with them. I know how to deal with them. And that's what this episode is going to be all about, is really helping you know how to combat those fears. And so some of what I'm going to tell you is going to be in the Ultimate Solo Travel Woman Guide, which you can get on Amazon. It's a guide I put together to help women who have taken a solo trip before or who have never taken a solo trip before learn some best practices, give you some tips, help you outline your trip in your itinerary, journal it. It's really awesome. And so one of the first tips in my guide is starting small, okay? There is no reason to jump headfirst into an ocean of solo travel, okay? Take baby steps. Maybe it's enjoying a dinner or a movie out on your own. Maybe you've never done that. That's a great way to start seeing, do you feel comfortable with yourself, If you don't feel comfortable with yourself, you're not going to feel comfortable with anybody else. So are you able to have a dinner with yourself or enjoy a movie by yourself? Maybe it's having a staycation and renting a cabin or staying at a hotel for a night or a weekend getaway somewhere close by. I love doing staycations and becoming a tourist in my own city. And it's a great way to test. Can you do this? Can you get out there and you know, just kind of have no inhibitions and go and explore on your own terms and enjoy yourself. Again, can you be comfortable with yourself? Maybe it's joining a tour. So maybe you're not ready to go 100% alone, go backpacking in Thailand, etc. So maybe you join a tour like with G Adventures or Kentucky, where yes, you're solo, you're alone, you're going on this trip by yourself, but then you're meeting up with like-minded individuals who have also wanted to test the waters of solo travel. And so you're meeting up with folks that have similar interests, clearly, because you're traveling to the same location, you're traveling on your own, and then you can develop these friendships. I have some of my best friends in life because of trips like that when I was first starting out and I was testing the waters on if I could do this really by myself. I think that's a really great option. Also, if you're worried about language barriers, maybe your first solo trip is to a country in the language you speak. So let's say you are an English speaker like me. Maybe it's going to London by yourself. You don't have any language barriers there. Or maybe it's going off to, you know, I don't know, Prague or whatever. These are all places you can go to then be able to test the waters of solo travel. Although traveling solo is one of the best experiences you can ever have, sometimes it does get kind of lonely. And sometimes it's really hard to find others who share that same passion of traveling and doing it on their own. And that is why I love Tourlina. Tourlina is an amazing app that allows women to connect with fellow female travel companions and locals within a secure and trusted network. 
It is safe and reliable. Every new user gets checked and only verified users can chat with each other. It's for women only, so you could still be part of that solo travel woman network. And it also just makes you want to travel. It's not a dating app and you're never gonna travel alone when you join Tourlina. So my viewers, what's awesome is Tourlina is giving you 50% off a one-year subscription. Use code Sarah. 50 and go to tourlina.com slash promo to get your 50% off. Again, that's tourlina.com slash promo for 50% off. All the details are in the description below. Another area of making sure that you can, you know, fight your fears is being prepared for your trip. So this is not just the Boy Scout motto. This isn't everything in life. You should always be prepared. The more you can do ahead of time, the better you will feel and the more prepared you're going to be when you're on this journey. And so the more you know about a place, the less fear you're going to have when you're traveling to it. There'll always be a sense of insecurity when you're traveling, okay? But at least if you familiarize yourself with the culture, the local customs, and the language, your fear will kind of be at ease. You know, you'll be able to at least manage and cope with it. And so I always do a few things. I'm always looking at local news articles online so I can see what's actually happening in the region I'm going to. You know, I don't look at just the government sites because almost every country you travel to, it's warning you of terrorist attacks, warning you of this, that, the other thing. The reality is, yes, that can happen absolutely everywhere. Okay, so are you going to sit there in fear, hold yourself back because of something that's out of your control and can, can honestly happen anytime, anywhere, no matter where you live? You know, I lived in New York City for 13 years. That was, a, that was a threat every single day, but I didn't let it stop me from going out and living my life. You know what I mean? And so big cities that you travel to, this is a fear. This is going to be a thing, but you still have to live and you still have to get out there. And so I like to look at local news stations to really see what's happening in that area I'm traveling to. I also make sure that when I'm staying at a hotel or a hostel or a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb, I'm in a close proximity to at least some emergency service destination like a hospital or firehouse or a police station. So I know that should I ever feel uncomfortable or in need to, I know exactly where I can go and that that place is going to be open 24 hours. It's just my own little way of protecting myself. And then little things I do. So I also make sure I like have my hotel written on like a piece of paper in the language of the region I'm going to. So let's say it's French, it'll be written in French. So if I am in a taxi or if I need help right away and that person doesn't speak English, I can show them that and then they can at least maybe help me or point me in the right direction. So little steps you take ahead of time to research, get to know where you're going, learn the area. That is really going to help you when it comes to, you know, feeling a little bit more secure, secure. Another thing about, you know, how do you get over that fear is really forgetting what you know about solo travel. <laughs> okay, again, a lot of what we fear is based on speculation, based on thought, based on what people are telling you solo travel is and what it's supposed to look like. And you need to let that go. No one person's experience is going to be the same. 
okay? The anxiety around solo travel is because you are living in the future. You're tr- you're trying to over you are overthinking and you're thinking of the worst case scenario of what hasn't even happened yet. Okay? You think you know how it's going to look, you know what's going to happen, you know what's going to go wrong, and the reality is you need to forget all of that immediately. Because if you've never solo traveled, you have no way to know anything about it and what's going to happen because every one person's experience is going to be different, okay? And so you need to just go forth and think of it like any other trip except you are by yourself with the disclaimer that, of course, you still keep, you know, somewhat of a guard up the same way when I'm walking down the streets of New York, I still keep aware of my surroundings because anything can happen anywhere. And so you need to hear, here's for example, if I can't, um, if I, let me just think here. Okay. For example, let's say you are on a solo trip and you take the train and it takes you to the wrong destination. Okay. It didn't take you to the museum you thought you were going to go to. Now, if you overthink this ahead of time, you're going to think, oh my gosh, my trip is ruined. I didn't go to that museum. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be in a dangerous area, etc. However, that experience can actually maybe lead you to a new destination that's even better than before. It'll open you up to maybe exploring a new part of a location that you never thought you'd get, you never even knew about, and you may have the most amazing time because of it. Try to, you know, revise your thought and not make everything so negative. You know, if something happens, it doesn't have to be a negative experience, okay? And I think that is super, super important. Another um, and tip, and sorry, I have all these written down, so I'm trying to like read <laughs> through my notes here because I want to make sure I'm giving you all the best information, is there's always going to be people that question you that are going to give you the negative, you know, they're going to be the Karens of the world and tell you that solo travel is dangerous, you shouldn't go, this is going to happen to you, that's going to happen to you, etc. You need to basically say F you to them. <laughs> You need to literally tell them to hush their pie hole. If they've never solo traveled, they have no reason to put any input in. Say, I respect your opinions, but here's the thing. I'm not letting you, you know, get, make me detour from my path. I'm not letting you hold me back. This is going to be extremely empowering for me, and I'm going to still do it. It's the same with media. Don't let these outside influencer, like influences and stereotypes and things affect your decision making. You know, yes, keep it maybe in the back of your brain just in case. But I literally, anytime someone is trying to stop me from doing something I want to do, I'm always just very much like, thank you. I, I receive what you're saying, but now go after yourself. No, I'm joking. I don't say that. I just say, thank you. Receive what you're saying. We'll keep it in mind, but I'm still going to do this for myself. You know, it's like back in the day when you would start dating someone new and your parents would be like, oh, he's bad news or she's bad news, etc. And you're just like, yeah, okay, mom and dad. Nine times out of ten, they were totally right. But did you listen to them? No, you found out for yourself. Same thing with this. But I promise you, nine times out of ten, those people are going to actually be wrong. <laughs> um, and like I said, focus on the good. This is huge. You know, if there's a language barrier, focus on the fact you have an opportunity to learn something new. Don't let it scare you. If you get lost, focus on the fact that you're now going to be discovering an unexpectedly beautiful place. Don't let it scare you. 
Focus on the fact that instead of, oh my gosh, I have to talk to stranger, stranger danger, etc. Think of the amazing people you may meet along the way. I promise you there is more good in this world than bad. The reason we don't believe that is because all media shows us is the bad. But remember, that is not at all <laughs> the case, okay? And sorry for the background noise. My dog, my coworker, is back there doing some squeakity deakity with his toys. So we just ignore him. <laughs> um, so other things, you know, to kind of help you battle the fear is, you know, really learn, you know, who you are. Okay. Think internally about yourself. What are some things you've gone through that people are like, oh my God, I don't know how you did that. You're so strong. Or, oh my gosh. I don't know how you did that. You're so brave. And remember that you are enough, you're brave enough, you're strong enough, you're outgoing enough, you can do this. Don't, you know, it's just like any other part of life when you find that confidence, okay? It's not, solo travel is not synonymous with being, you know, an adrenaline drunkie or an extrovert. I'm like an extroverted introvert, okay? When I'm in uncomfortable situations, I can definitely close in. But when I'm around familiar situations, I am like, hello, look at me. I'm so fun. Be my friend. Um, But it's not always the case. But solo travel has helped me break that barrier quite a bit. And so, like I said, by knowing that solo travel is not just for those extroverted folks, you can then start easing into it with those baby steps I mentioned before and build that confidence so you know that you can do this. You know, so don't let your own insecurities also stop you. You can, can push through it. Some other tips are, you know, to combat the fear is trust your instincts too. You know, if you take away one thing, it's know that your instincts will, will never do you wrong. Okay. If at any point you ever feel when you're solo traveling or anything in life that you're in an unsafe or uncomfortable situation, get the hell out. Who cares if it's embarrassing? Who cares if someone gets mad at you? Who cares about this if you even spent money? If you are uncomfortable, get out. You are feeling that way for a reason and trust your gut, okay? So like, let's say you booked a solo trip, you're staying with the host family, you already have these preconceived fears, You learn to push them aside and then you get there and you're like, you know what? Actually, this does feel super uncomfortable. And maybe they've done nothing to make you feel that way. You just now are seeing this isn't your vibe. Well, then get out. Uh, This is all about preparation, you know, being prepared. Make sure that if you're staying in a new place, you kind of know other options. Like, so make sure to locate and keep a list of nearby hostels or hotels, etc. So if you do find yourself in a situation and you're like, you know, I don't feel comfortable staying here. You know other options for yourself. And so, you know, always, always, always trust your instinct. Another way to combat fear when you're out and about and you're traveling and you're, you know, walking around in unfamiliar neighborhoods and you have no idea where you're going is to walk with that purpose. Whether that's keeping your head up and making eye contact with everyone that passes you by because here's the thing. If you make on contact with someone, they're going to be less likely to do anything because you can identify them. I know that sounds morbid, but it's the truth. And don't be putting your headphones in. I sometimes do to make it look like I'm listening to music, but I never am. You want to always keep your head up and make it look like you know where you're going. People don't know you're not from there unless you speak and obviously 
you know, maybe it is a country with a different language and it doesn't, you know what I mean? And you don't speak any of that language, but at this, but nobody knows that unless you talk to them. So how do they know you're not from there? So walk with that purpose, know the directions of where you're going ahead of time. So before I even leave to go anywhere, I always at least get an idea of, okay, the first, you know, five steps of my walk is a left, right, left, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just kind of get, I just know a little bit of that um, ahead of time. So this way, I don't have, you know, like any type of issues or hangups while I am walking. Another way to help you with combating, you know, fear is to check in with yourself every day on your trip. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotions you go through from fear to excitement to overwhelmment to you know, loneliness sometimes. You do get these type of things when you're solo traveling, but I promise you the good outweighs the bad. But one of the best things you could do is actually work with those emotions and check in with yourself. This is something to take on a, you know, regular note too for yourself. Every day you should check into yourself. Whether you're writing in a travel journal or sitting in meditation, you know, kind of center yourself and remember, why are you traveling solo in the first place? Now, remembering your why is really going to motivate you to do so much. So I would always, always check in with yourself. I personally journal every night to remind myself how the amazing things that have happened on past trips when I'm planning a new trip and I'm going somewhere new. I look at my old journals and I'm like, you know what? This has been an amazing experience. I don't know why I'm scared. (laughs) Like, why am I actually, actually nervous anymore? You know what I mean? So it it is definitely a good practice to get into. Okay. So let's say you're someone who has some physical limitations and you're scared about what that can mean for your journey. Well, here's the thing. Again, it's all about preparation. This means, you know, looking into the different restaurants available where you're going and if you have any type of, let's say, gluten allergy or, you know, nut allergies, you kind of prepare in advance what restaurants you should be going to and what you shouldn't be. Maybe you have a physical limitation, like you're in a wheelchair. Well, look at the hotels you're looking checking out or the bed and breakfast. Are they ADA compliant? Meaning, do they have ramps? Do they have accessibility options for you to navigate better? Is it a city that is, you know, has those accessibilities? You know, it's really, really, really about research. This is also where someone like me who is a travel agent comes into place because, or comes into play because that's how we can make sure we help you is by knowing what you're looking for and what you need. And we can do the research on your behalf. And we can make sure that, you know, the locations you're going to are going to accommodate whatever needs it may be that you have. And so don't let, you know, the fear of, okay, maybe I have mobility issues or other issues. Don't let that ever stop you because there's always a workaround. There's always something, you know, to help you get past that. And then one of the other key areas is to really don't let culture shock scare you you know, do again, I, I mean, if there's a theme here, it's do your research and get prepared. Knowing the culture prior, make sure you do research on, you know, dress codes, um, any type of, you know, unique and different laws that might be in place. Like there's some places where you can't take pictures of churches or government buildings, you know, knowing these things ahead of time is really going to save you a lot of stress, <laughs> um, you know, and says, 
you know, you have to realize everywhere is going to have a different culture. And also everyone has a different comfort zone and you are going to be going outside of your comfort zones when you travel solo all of the time. And you have to be comfortable with that. And you have to understand that that's how you're going to grow as a person. So definitely carefully planning, doing the research about a destination, knowing the culture is going to help you reassure yourself and increase your confidence before the trip. Ultimately, minimizing that fear around culture and culture shock and getting helping you get out there and explore. And now, what about fears around leaving your home or leaving your pet or leaving, you know, family, et cetera, for an extended period of time. This can be hard. I know I used to always have a fear of when I traveled solo in the beginning when my dad was very ill before he did pass away that, oh my God, I'm going to be on a solo trip and something's going to happen to him. What do I do? But again, you got to let those things that are not in your control, you can't hold yourself back because of those. Do not guilt yourself out of experiencing the world and experiencing new destinations and enjoying your life. So do not let those things, whether it's a pet or a house, you know, hopefully you put plans in place. You have a sitter, maybe a house checker, make sure someone's getting your mail, all of these type of things to prepare for this trip that you're going on. Do not let that kind of stuff inhibit you in any way, shape or form. Another area to stay safe and to battle your fear is these are just some other little tips I will leave you with. And that's really watching your drinking, knowing that you shouldn't get too drunk. Doesn't mean you can't have a glass of wine, things like that. But really being aware of how much you're drinking so you don't put yourself in a unsafe situation. Um, You know, little tips like when you're in a cab, keeping your purse on. There's so many ways you can stay safe, like keeping your purse on the floor in a cab and your belongings in the back seat with you. Or, you know, obviously wearing a money belt helps when taking public transit. Don't, you know, don't fall asleep. Stay awake. There's so many little tips out there to help you stay safe. So having that fear of solo travel should really, really be something that you push aside because, There are so many resources. There's so many new apps. Again, in my Ultimate Solo Travel Guide, there's tons of apps and there are tons of tips on how to keep you safe when you're traveling solo. Um, Little, you know, kind of fun little tips too around letting people know where you're going. You know, taking a business card, like I said, of the hotel you're staying at. Like all these little things. So definitely check that out. I promise you solo is one of the most empowering, enriching things you can do in your entire life. And you do not want want things as like your fear to hold you back from it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Solo Travel Woman podcast. Don't forget, give us a rating on the podcast platform that you listen to us on because our mission is to empower and inspire as many women as we can around the globe. And that is how you can help us to do so. Thank you again. And we will see you next time.